Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ask Anything presented by Mosher Consulting. We are back. It's that time of the year again. It's you do it better than me, Brian. So please enjoy the rendering of the intro to this episode by Brian. It's Clipsmas time again. <laughs> Clipsmas time this year. All right. Well, we just lost all the listeners. <laughs> well, there we go. I think we're done. All right. <laughs> Apologies to your pets. <laughs> really to your radio, too, for uh, having to blast that. But anyway, regardless of that, welcome to another episode of Ask Anything presented by Motion Consulting. I'm your host again, Angel Leon, and with me is producer Brian. We are celebrating once again. It's Clipsmas time. It's that time of the year where we choose our favorite clips from this season and so we have got a great menu for your great piece of offering from some great episodes that we recorded this year and i would be remiss if i didn't start this episode by thanking everybody that joined us this uh, last season we had a breadth of many different individuals that joined us from many different backgrounds many different not just tech but Really, we had a great deal of folks that we appreciated for being with us and sharing their time and their expertise and their experiences. So without further ado, I think we should start talking about these episodes and highlight some of our favorite pieces of it. Reminds me of a song we used to sing at church camp. Season six was uh, deep and wide. We had a lot of episodes. I think this is the most episodes we've crammed into a season so far. And people from uh, all walks coming to talk to us about a number of different subjects. So it was a, it was a really fun season to produce. If you really want to go back and take a look at everything that we did this past season, go for it. Because we had anything, everything from service projects, like we're going to talk about the Watermile service projects. We had coaching and mentoring, AI episodes. We had uh, suicide prevention uh, a couple times this season. We had learning management systems, project management. Uh, we also had our 100th episode happen right smack in the middle of the season. And that was very much appreciated. Thank you for listening for a hundred episodes so far of Ask Anything. And we're up to what? one 110 now, I believe uh, is with, this is our 110th and uh, yeah, check out that hundredth episode. You get a retrospective, a special appearance by podcast mom, Melinda Louder. Uh, shout shout out. out to her. And also check that one out on YouTube. Find Asky Anything on YouTube and specifically our hundredth episode. That is a video episode on YouTube. Mm -hmm. That is uh, actually us on camera. We broke out the cameras for that one. Usually yeah. I just put a fun animation over the audio, but that one you get to see us turn it on for a couple, maybe focus on, on hell and Melinda and don't look directly at me so much. Uh, that'd probably <laughs> help. <laughs> yeah. Next time we're going to do animation for all of us. So don't worry. Don't worry, people. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I haven't figured out how to apply those filters to the actual camera yet I'll, maybe next time we'll just uh we'll just record it on instagram that way i can throw the filter on me that's why we talk about ai so much you know we're trying to we're trying to get ahead of the game <laughs> i have a great face for podcasting yeah for audio same. i have a great face same. for audio podcasting <laughs> same i i do too it's great uh you should see it really see it not um so what <laughs> <laughs> up first um, Huge shout out to Guatemala Service Projects. Yes. Uh, and, and Jennifer DeMar. Uh, just what a great organization and the work that they're doing in Guatemala. She was kind enough to spend time with us and take us through it. That was a super inspiring episode and a great way to start off the season. It was. And 
again, shout out to her and her team for putting together such a great organization and doing the trips that they do basically year round, taking people down there to help out with their service projects. If you want to get involved with that, go to Guatemala Service Projects, Google that, and you'll get you'll get to their website. We'll post some information in our show notes about it, but they do a tremendous job out there. And obviously, you know, it comes from the heart. She shared her story, her personal story uh, with us as to how she basically chose Guatemala. So please go back and check that out. That's a really noble cause. And the work that they're doing out there is just phenomenal. Yeah. If you Google Guatemala service projects, first thing that pops up in the search is their homepage, which is www.guatsp.org. If you take a people that are proud of their culture, that work hard as a community, that don't separate from their families, and in fact, live in multi-generational households together, and they practice faith together, it means that they have hope for their future and the skills to actually implement opportunities that they're provided. So moving on uh, to another episode that we really enjoyed recording because we're both history nerds with Chat Weed. And, and we talked about leadership really in that episode. And I say history because we talked a little bit about history and George Washington and his leadership traits, as well as some other historical figures and how they treated their roles in really in the world as a masterclass on leadership. And it was an awesome episode to talk through. Yeah. I mean, it it didn't seem, and certainly like in in my estimation is not a coincidence that it keeps coming back to someone seeing their role as a servant leader and servant leadership really being an effective Mm -hmm. tool and way to relate to the people who are, you know, not just under your charge, but in your care. Right. You know, whether that be military, office environment, whatever, the people who report to you are more than, you know, they're not your underlings, they're your responsibility. Right. Absolutely agree 100%. As a leader myself, it's that's really what it's all about. It's taking care of your people, taking care of those around you. And that's one of the traits and really the things that we talked about in that episode as far as leadership goes. So a huge shout out to Chad. He's been a podcast repeater offender. yeah yeah he's, he's an, an all-star podcast all-star that's his yeah, yeah. third possibly more we may have yeah. to break out uh like the smoking jackets like saturday night live does we we mm-hmm. have a five timers club and i think if we look at that from an industry especially it industry you have to equip your people you have to help them be empowered to make decisions they have to have the right tools they have to have the right knowledge sets so that's to me you know, is is sort of a hallmark. You have to be service oriented. You have to ask yourself, what can I do to help my team be better? Because if your team is better, you become better, your organization becomes better. Uh, Again, shout out to Chad for joining us. He is always willing to join us in these episodes and really has a great value to us because he always has great topics to talk about. So moving on from Chad, we want to talk about uh, two of our favorites too. They're repeat offenders as well. Mike Boris and Lori Wheeler, who we had a great discussion on Business Alice with them. It was really a conversation between the two of them. I was in the room when we were recording, but I felt like I really didn't need to talk a lot because those two, they know their stuff. And when they get going, it's really hard to interject yourself into their conversations. Now you know how it feels to produce most of the episodes. That is a majority. My role is a lot of the times I just, I hit record 
And then I do my best to stay out of the way. And that's definitely an episode where that was evident. You don't need a lot of prompting. Mike and Lori are both experienced. They're both very engaging. They're both very dynamic people. You can see it's very evident in that episode and their conversation, how good they are at what they do and why they are that good. So that one was, yeah, that one was a lot of fun. A project person at a customer who sees the growth, sees the cliff coming. You know, next year, the way we're growing, we are going to be in a world of hurt. And they go into the boss and say, boss, I need half a million dollars so that next year we can keep rolling and not fall off the cliff. And they get the response of, call me next year. And that gets you into that position of, I need everything right now. Right. Because we're at the edge of the cliff now. Yep. Oh, this cliff you saw a year ago? <laughs> that cliff? <clears throat> yeah, here you are. And unfortunately, it's it's business, it's finance, it's how how things go, but it puts us in a jam. It does. And, you know, you'd, you'd love to have the luxury of forethought and planning and a reasonable timeline to go, but it seems like everybody has to have it yesterday. Nobody makes a better parachute than someone who's already jumped out. <laughs> and they're so good at what they do. And I'm going to give a shout out to this man right here who's with me because he just produced a video for a Mosher uh, holiday video that I'll let him explain. But Mike and Lori were involved in that. They don't necessarily sound like themselves in that video, but I'll let Brian explain. There are podcast guests and then there are podcast contributors and there, yeah. there's a difference. And Mike and Lori are contributors no matter what they're involved in. And uh, our holiday video this year for Mosier, we were asked, tasked and asked to help Santa with some data and analytics work to, to see if we could help smooth out delivery and production at the North Pole for the holiday season. So we did an interview with three of the elves at the North Pole for our holiday video and combined that with some Tableau and Power BI dashboards that we helped with data and analytics through our Honeycomb product and uh, just some of the results there and uh, and, and, and key contributor and, uh, and client feedback from the elves at the North Pole on what this work meant to them and how it helped them and their process at the North Pole. Yeah, check that out on Mosher's website. Look for the uh, Santa dashboards. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that project was a lot of fun to document. Uh, it was great to talk to Sprinkle, Twinkle, and Crinkle, Santa's yes. elves. Shout out to Sprinkle, Twinkle, and Crinkle. Thank you. And special thanks to holiday correspondent Jingle Holloway. Yes. And that doesn't strike you as a pretty good joke. Try singing Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells before you say his name. I'm not going to lie. That's one of the proudest moments of my career was coming up with that name. <laughs> jingle Holloway, everybody. Just jingle Holloway. shout out the jingle. Yeah, he's he's very special, near and dear to all of our hearts. <laughs> so again, thank you to Mike and Lori. They did a great job with the podcast and obviously with the project, as Brian was mentioning. So they're a huge part of obviously of Mosher. And we can't thank them enough for all the extracurricular stuff that they do. <laughs> Yeah. Always willing to pitch in and help out when a project or an idea presents itself. And uh, they do they do more than just deliver, they elevate. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fantastic. And from 
a couple at Mosher that we really enjoy having. We also had a different kind of couple. This one, a husband and wife couple. Uh, the wife works for us for Mosher. We had Katie Jarvis and Jeremy Jarvis who joined us for our very special Veterans Day and ERG, Employee Resource Group episode. Jeremy works for a software company that where he currently serves at the Veterans Employee Resource Group. And so he was kind enough to join us to talk to us about his experience in being part of that group and how basically if you're interested in joining or forming one of those groups in your respective workplace, how you could do so, how basically they do it where he works and really sprinkled in a couple of great stories because as you heard in that podcast, both Jeremy and Katie are veterans. They currently serve in our armed forces or part of the reserve here in Indiana. And so we really enjoyed having them. Jeremy told a really cool story about how when Katie was deployed, he wanted people to send her things for the holidays. And so when people asked him what things she liked, the first thing he said was Oreos. So, and then suddenly she was awash in Oreos. <laughs> yes, it's just the cascading of boxes of Oreos appeared in the mailroom in the uh, Afghanistan base where she was located. I'm a leader in our military and veterans group. But outside of that, we have 13 additional ERGs. They cover everything from pride, women at our workplace, all kinds of different groups. And it's made up of people who might fit into that, you know, common characteristic, whatever the the ERG is named for. But really, it, it also entails supporters, people who might have a spouse or significant other that fits that characteristic, allies to the group, um, really anything. So in the military and veterans group, I mean, we have people who are actively serving like Katie and I. We have veterans who served recently or many, many, many years ago. And then we have spouses, parents, significant others, um, and then people who just want to support the military community. And, and that goes for the ERGs across the board. Shout out to Katie and Jeremy for joining us that day. That was a very special episode to highlight our veterans, but also ERGs and how they can contribute to any organization. And then from there, we had a ton of fun at this very next episode that I'm going to mention. And I was a part of this, which I was very thankful for. It was our Black Friday in holiday drinks uh, where the marketing team and I, we were involved. I really was just there for documenting purposes and just being part of the episode. But the marketing team, everybody brought a drink of their own. Everybody brought uh, an item that they thought people would love to hear about how they were looking forward to buy or getting for their spouses or significant others for this holiday season. So that was a very interesting episode. I, I'll let Brian talk about the drink that he brought forward that day. It was a very delicious drink. So again, thank you to the marketing team for allowing me to sit there and enjoy some very good holiday drinks. The drink that I brought was just a rum old fashioned. So just two fingers of rum, ounce and a half of simple syrup, three to four shakes of either traditional bitters or orange bitters. And then an orange twist. Come away from that episode with a decent drink menu and a decent list of high-end ticketed items for holiday gift giving uh, through just you know basic, mm -hmm. simple stocking stuffers. We're still on the lookout for that $10,000 bottle yes. of 25-year-old Eagle Rare. So you know, by all if means- somebody wants to donate it, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can just ship it care of ASCII anything to Mosier yeah. headquarters and uh, we'll, they'll make sure we get it. Yeah. Maybe don't say what it is on the outside. Yeah, just don't label it. No, but then the other thing that you would take away from that is that we kind of broke down the drinks as basically 
they all went with uh, a meal. So we had a breakfast drink, a lunch drink, sort of like a mid-afternoon drink, and then a you know dinner drink, and then kind of like your dessert drink as well. So check that out. It's really cool. They had some really neat drinks. I have in front of me a selection of, I'm going to call it adult beverages. And besides that, the marketing team is also going to talk to you about the different gifts that they think that they're going to get or that they think are it for this year's holiday season. So before I begin, let me just kind of put this together for you. We have four different drinks. We have a breakfast drink, a lunch drink, a dinner drink, and a dessert drink. So hopefully you'll get some nice recipes from this today. And uh, hey, happy Thanksgiving. All right. So we're going to start with our breakfast drink, which is a winter drink. Real quick, you know you're dealing with marketing people when you get a breakfast drink. (laughs) Another episode that really caught our eyes uh, or our ears, I should say, was our episode on optimalism with Mitch Isaacs, which I had a lot of fun recording as well. And I know, Brian, you enjoyed it too, because that conversation centering around optimalism, what it is and how people normally, you know, they, they, they don't view, they view perfectionism as that end all be all and how the journey itself is not sometimes important. Well, I challenge that. I think the journey is as much a part of, if not better than sometimes even the result is. We had a lot of fun talking with Mitch about that and many other things. So check that out. Mitch is obviously, this is one of our last episodes of the year. So it's kind of fresh in our memories and we really liked and enjoyed talking to Mitch. And any chance I get to drop a chirp chirp in the middle of an episode is a welcome one. So, you know, shout out to Ball State where Mitch and I both attended. So True that. So check that out. So when he talks about optimalism and and this idea, he's got a couple of core tenets. And one of them is exactly what you just said on how it's the idea that the, the journey matters just as much as the destination. It's important to be focused on where we're going. It's necessary to be focused on where we're going, both in life and in business. But it can't just be about the end goal. It has to be about what that journey is, what that process is, what what we experience as we get there. And so that is that is one of the core tenets of his that I talk about when I talk about this, because for goal-oriented, achievement-oriented people, which I presume is often the kind of folk who listen to a podcast, it can, it can be- <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Does that sound familiar, dear listener? It can be so easy to focus on goals that you forget that it's not just about attaining the goals. It's about what happens in the process of getting there. And then finally, we want to highlight our holiday movie traditions episode. We always enjoy a crowdsourcing episode with our employees in general. So this was another one of those where we had a ton of fun just having great conversations, especially around holiday movie traditions and what people really look for when the holiday comes around when it comes to movies. We have our usual cast of uh, MVPs, most valuable podcasters, people who, when we ask for suggestions or responses, we have a a good solid core of people who are always up to share a recipe, an experience, a song, a movie, whatever we're asking for. And it's always nice to learn something new about coworkers that you already know fairly well. But we also wind up getting a couple to several people who are kind of first time responders. And so that like really breaking the ice with someone that you may have seen at the office or with remote work these days, someone I have not yet seen in person ever. Mm -hmm. I've maybe seen their name on an email or, you know, in a little window on Slack or Zoom things, but never directly interacting with them. It's just a nice way to expand 
our sphere within Mosier and get to know some of our other coworkers. So I, you know, I always enjoy those episodes. Yeah. And then the, the, really the content we got from that was really cool uh, as well. So everybody had a different tradition. Everybody had something different. We had a discussion that I feel we should have had. I think this debate, we should put it to rest this diehard, a holiday movie, a Christmas movie. Listen, of course it is. Yeah. If you, if you don't think so, I don't know where you're living. So I don't want to be your friend either, but anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. And I saw something last week that even further bolsters my stance. Die Hard Mm -hmm. isn't a Christmas movie because it occurs at Christmas. It's a Christmas movie because it's about a social obligation with a family member that you didn't want to participate in that spirals more and more out of control into an unending nightmare. If that isn't a Christmas movie, then what is? (laughs) Case closed. Yeah, but also let's not forget the true villain of Die Hard is not Hans Gruber. It's Joe Takagi, the man who scheduled a corporate holiday event on Christmas Eve. Who does that? There's nothing more evil than that. I mean, what happened to I should spend time with my family? Like, why would I? Tell you what, if I worked at Nakatomi Plaza, I would be sitting at home watching the news going, wow, that's a bummer. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't be at the office. I know that. Well, I guess I made the right decision then. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> guess we're getting a new office. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm working from home for a while. <laughs> That's going to take a little bit to clean up. <laughs> Absolutely. And listen, go back and listen to that episode. We, we had some great holiday movie traditions in it. Thank you again for all of the folks within Motion Consulting who came out and share their holiday movie traditions with us. We really appreciate it. And like Brian said, we have some very great people that always, when we crowdsource episodes, they always come forward and they are not afraid to talk. So thank you to everybody. And we have some great ideas for crowdsourcing episodes for next season. So stay tuned for those. Well, my sister lives in Florida and I live in Indiana. And so if we can't spend time together, that's one thing that we do together. We'll watch It's a Wonderful Life when it comes on. So we'll text each other. She'll watch it on her side and I'll watch it on my side. And we text each other back and forth about stuff. And But we both just love that movie. It's both of our favorite movies. So it's something we can do together, even though we're apart. Growing up in the Bahamas, we had one channel on the TV. The national station was ZNS or ZNS. It stood for Zephyr Nassau Sunshine. I don't know what Zephyr means or Nassau Sunshine, but that's the name of the station. And so surprisingly, every year we would get almost the same thing. They would maybe add a few things every year, but that that state that daily stream every christmas of Nestor Longest Donkey Little Drummer Boy all of the claymation stuff yeah that was that was classic for us a claymation marathon is more than warranted oh, yeah. sometime over the holiday season yeah. if i remember right a zephyr is a, like a, a cool refreshing breeze it's a, it's 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 a type of wind i i think uh, which would you know a, a cool refreshing breeze would be very well in the bahamas yeah. pretty much yeah. anywhere and yeah. with that we will I mean, see you in 2024. Yeah, we will be back at some point in 2024. Again, we appreciate your time and listening to us. We really put a lot of thought and effort into these episodes, and we really want you to enjoy them. So thank you again for listening and for uh, sending us your questions and ideas. We really appreciate it. We do this for you, for the listeners. So yeah. thank you again. 
a huge shout out to Motion Consulting, its employees. Thank you for your help as well, as we mentioned just now. 2024 is going to be a year where we're focusing on growing our listenership. So if you're tuning in and you're enjoying these, by all means, please share them with your friends on social media, repost, share. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So for the man behind the mic, for the marketing team who helps with the clips and everything that we put out, all the nice uh, detailed designs that we have out there and for myself, your host, Angel Leon. Thank you very much. This is Ask Anything. We'll see you next year. God.